Hey everyone, welcome to the Athletic Cats Hockey Podcast of the Hockey Podcast Network. This is your host, Dave Rodriguez, with my co-host Ryan Keelan and Kirby Lupel. Ryan, it's a little bit chilly in here in South Florida. The chilliest it's been in a long time. Kirby, I see it's getting very chilly in Calgary, so you must be a little bit colder than usual. But Ryan, we'll start with you. The weather's nice. Uh, hopefully everything is well with you and you had a good weekend, my friend. How are we doing today? Uh, I don't know about nice. I wouldn't call 62 degrees nice. I don't know what it is tonight, but going to work this morning, it was it was a little little nippy, too nippy for me. Um, but I went I went to the beach last weekend. You know, it was nice and hot, and then all of a sudden it just dropped. So I'm not liking this weather. You know, we'll talk about the Cats play. It's here and there, hit or miss. So I'm I'm just happy we got three games of hockey in so far. No, you know, no matter how they went. Ryan uses the word nippy. I used it the other night to Nick, but I'm up here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. I'm in up there with a hoodie or a light jacket. Oh, on, so I don't know what Ryan's wearing, but yeah, it's a little cold. Sure, it's in the 60s uh, Fahrenheit, as we like to say in the I, United States. I've heard people on Twitter, on Discord, in our community say, you know, I'm liking this weather. There was pro Florida little chill in the air weather um, talk on Twitter, and there were people who were like, I like this. It's a nice change. So I don't know. Ryan was at the beach the other day, but maybe because we have to bundle up here. Yeah, it's not uh, too bad. It's a little bit cooler. I mean, we've been in the 90s, Ryan, for the past, you know, four or five mm-hmm. months. So getting in down into the 60s is, is a little bit nice for us. And the Panthers come back home to this nice weather after a so-and-so road trip. I, I know it started off on the wrong foot, losing those first two games in Minnesota and Winnipeg, then getting a nice win in New Jersey to finish out that, ro- that quick road trip. And come back home with at least a little bit of positivity going into this four-game homestand that we have this weekend and going into next week. So, uh, Ryan, we'll start with you. Obviously, Minnesota, we knew it was a playoff team last year. They were a tough team coming into this year, made some moves, have some good young players and some veteran presence. Um, I felt like the Panthers played really well in that game. They ran into a red-hot Gustafson on that opening night. Uh, not sure if you have anything to say about that first game, just what your thoughts were in Minnesota and uh, if you thought the Panthers played okay and, and the team overall. Yeah, I, I kind of think, you know, it, hockey is a game of of randomness out of, you know, compared to all the sports, I would say. Like, I think we dominated them. That might be, that might have been our best game so far. We took 41 shots. Bob played decent. It just, you know, it didn't go in the net. I think Kachuk had 10 shots um, that game. I mean, we could have scored five goals easily, but Gustafson just outplayed us. And then I think the next game he allowed like six, five, six goals. So like, you know, that just shows, I think that was our best game of the year. I mean, I don't know what else to say. It sucks that we lost, but I'm, I wasn't upset about, about the effort. I mean, I think we ha- had 90, am I right? 90 attempts or or something. Yeah, that sounds about right. With 41 shots on goal, you're probably around that 80, 90. Yeah, range, I so. mean, the defense played fine. It just, it, it wasn't our night and that sucks. It sucks. It was, you know, the opening game to lose, but I, I don't think it was a bad effort at all. I think we played pretty well. Okay. Kirby, anything quickly on uh, Minnesota? Yep. Uh, just to Ryan's points quickly, uh, 14 to five shots on net in that first period. And then it was 15 to five. So we played good in the beginning stanza. And the last period there, so in the middle, it was pretty even. And, you know, I was shooting them by 20. I tweeted something out about our battle percentage rate, our high danger scoring chances, our slot chances. Um, I had the Winnipeg, or sorry, the Minnesota feed during that game. And they were praising our team and our effort and said, you know, this is how the Wild should have come out because this is our home opener. Mm -hmm. This isn't the Panthers' home opener. So, again, looking at from their perspective, they showed some charts on the screen that were very 
um, reflective of the Panthers play. And, and, you know, we didn't capitalize offensively, like Ryan said, but the chances and opportunities were there, namely for Kachuk getting 10 shots on net. But I thought Barkoff and Erod were beasts, like 200-foot players. They were helping in their zone. Um, the first shift of the game, they were very impactful, and I'm already liking that first-line chemistry there. So, yeah, um, sometimes you get goalied or you get a performance like that. Again, there's another team on the other end of the ice, so... Um, they have every right to win games and pull games out. Sometimes they don't deserve to win. So, yeah, I would say it's uh, one of our best efforts this year, but we'll get into the other one a little bit later. Yeah, like you guys said, uh, the Panthers probably deserved at least a point there based on the situation and just how well they played. Expected goals that game were 3.19 in Florida's favor compared to Minnesota's 1.73. So just under a goal and a half more that the Panthers were expected. I know Ryan loves the win meter That was at 62%. For the for the deserve to win post that all the time. I've never even Googled that in my life. I don't post it anymore because I <laughs> he know you he's never Googled it in his life. Because <laughs> you hate it. But the Panthers had a 62% deserve to win meter So, like you guys said, Panthers deserve I'll a agree bit. with that. I'll agree with the stupid <laughs> yeah. win meter Well, okay. You 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 you're the expert of the three of us, David. What's the what's a high percentage number on the win meter What's an average? What's a low end? I don't know. Yeah, if you're in the deserve to win meter and you're around the 80s and you lose, that that's kind of a, a big robbery. But 60s is is kind of where, you know, it's still kind of even. But, you know, a goal but we deserved a better score goal. than that then. 62%, you said, if if you yeah. if you can reach the 80s. Yeah, it could have yeah. been in the 70s. Then. We definitely win that game sixty at least 62% of the time. That's at least. Closer to yeah. 70 for sure. Like, that's obviously, awesome. you win some, you lose some in those. But, like. Yeah, right. 62 might be a little low, Kirby. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I think we so. Felt, we felt good with the effort. I think that's the first time the Panthers have been shut out on an opening night, if not ever, I know, maybe in a long time, but if not ever uh, in the franchise's you know, history. So, yeah, I mean, the positivity was there. I th- obviously, the result wasn't the best, but going into Winnipeg, we felt good. We felt like if we can play that game again, we got a good chance against Winnipeg. And, um, yeah, I know <laughs> I'm looking at the window meter now, and we know what the score was, and, you know, we know the trend wasn't exactly how it was in Winnipeg. I mean, the Panthers did have a 2-1 lead early in the second period. Evan Rodriguez got his first as a Florida Panther after Reinhardt got a power play goal late in that first period. But just 10 seconds later, Kyle Connor scored to kind of blow the winds off our sails early in the second period. Then it kind of just piled on that rest of the second period for, for us where Winnipeg went to the, to the break up 4-2, got a late goal to make it five, two shorthanded. I know Kirby, you saw that play where I think it was Josh Morris. He threw his stick out uh, as yep. his player was skating down the ice, probably not thinking he's going to score, but all of a sudden a stick pop, pops up in his Avenue and he grabs it and it becomes a beautiful uh, pass to Mason Appleton who scores shorthanded one that Bob maybe could have done a little bit better with, but at the end of the day, it squeezed in, but uh, yeah, a pretty cool play there to make it five, two and the Panthers credit to them battled back to make it five to four, but Kyle and Connor. David, that was just to jump in. That was a Calgary to Calgary connection. Adam Lowry, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Morrissey. Oh yeah. And they wear letters for them too. So <laughs> I thought that was kind of neat in a bad situation for us, but right. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was a great, the, the, the trainer was trying to give a stick too, but he couldn't get quite get there in time. So Morrissey passed the stick off to Lowry there. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Really, that was really clever play. Yeah. Clever play there by Winnipeg. And that ultimately ended up being, Funny enough, the game-winning goal because the Panthers, like I said, battle back to make it five-four. Kachuk had the had the a point on his stick on it. I think it was shorthanded breakaway, maybe, and just hits the post. I I jumped from my couch and thought that went in like it was a Stanley Cup final game. Um, but yeah, hit the post and then Winnipeg went the other way and 
scored the empty netter to make it 6-4. So I know I mentioned it a little right at the top. The winometer, Ryan, you're probably not going to agree with this one. This one also had us at 62% deserving to win in Winnipeg, despite you know what the- that tells me. <laughs> Throw the winometer away. <laughs> that it's broken. The expected- How is that the same game? The expected no goals, the expected goals that doesn't make sense in me. Florida's favor again, four and a half for Florida, while Winnipeg was at 3.39. So not sure if that was a Bob game, a defense game. I know there were quite a bit more holes this game than there was in Minnesota. So quickly here on the Winnipeg game, Kirby, uh, your thoughts yep. on that one real quick. Yeah, I just had something fun to add about our community. So I posted um, in the first game against Minnesota, who's going to be the first Panther to score a goal? And we didn't get a goal. So I said, let's run this back for Winnipeg. So there was three, four people that hit on Reinhardt. And I would have done like a prize giveaway from one of our sponsors or something like that. I didn't think I was going to get as much reaction and interaction that I did on that. So um, that was kind of fun to follow into game two there and to see Reinhardt score that goal. But that first period was really frustrating. Um, a lot of guys were getting caved in into in our own end. Um, couple of returning Panther defensemen and Gustav Forsling, Josh Meyer, I thought really had bad games and they were getting caved in early and we were being undisciplined at sometimes too, David. And then the refs were letting a lot of things go, go and then certain things were being called. So mm-hmm. there was an inconsistency with officials, but I'll say on both sides, we, we had, we got away with it. There was a mean uh, call on us that should have been called. And then they had one on their end. So it was getting feisty and chippy there. Uh, Kachuk and Shifley dropped the gloves there because you know, those knee on knee hits and big hits and things like that. Maher was trying to get involved with a few different things after the whistle. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like a backlot brawl game, but you just see how heavy the Jets can play. And when they play that style of game, I think it's hard for any team to beat them. And with our personnel right now, especially with our defense and missing some of our two key guys, but even the two key guys we're missing, David, they're not defensive defensemen. So again, I just kind of look at this makeup of our blue line and it's we're going to be in tough even when healthy when we play a team like Winnipeg. Not so much the team that we played after Winnipeg or the team that we're going to play for the home opener. But when we play a team like Winnipeg, I'm really concerned with our back end and our blue line and how we're going to get by. And that we no longer have the Mark Stalls and say what you want about him. But he, there was times last year where he was effective in games and against heavy teams and a guy like Rako Gudis, obviously. So mm-hmm. I'm a little worried about that. I think Mikola is going to have to carry the load in those type of games. But we need to get more production from our back end and we got to get the puck out of the zone david and we got to get nice crisp passes to our forge you probably noticed that too very sloppy very disjointed and i think winnipeg capitalized on that early and often yeah ivan rodriguez led the way for the panthers with four points his career a career high for a game with two goals and two assists so evan rodriguez really shown out in that winnipeg game despite the loss so yeah, Owen too. Not not sure if Ryan, you have anything on the Winnipeg game? Anything that stood out to no, you? Before thank we... you guys. You guys got that one. Yeah, Evan Rodriguez, like I said, two goals and two assists to lead the Panthers despite the loss. Yeah, we knew coming going into New Jersey was going to be another tough place to play in. Obviously, we know about their potent offense. Players like Jack Hughes, Timo Meyer, Nico Heischer, all borderline all stars when they're at their best. Dougie Hamilton, uh, you know, amongst the the elites in the NHL as far as um, points go, but yeah, Panthers started out really well in New Jersey, knowing that the road trip was going to come to an end, knowing they needed a result in New Jersey, started with Sam Reinhart getting his second, uh, even strength with Evan Rodriguez getting now his fifth point in three games. Carter Verhage had a beautiful goal that was assisted by Matthew Kuchuk. I saw, I think it was David DeWert or no, it was Jameson. Jameson Olive had said that uh, Matthew Kuchuk's assist to Verhage looked kind of like a, 
a Tua to Tyreek bomb, Ryan. Not sure if you agree with that one there. Well, I was at the game on Sunday. It did look like a nice little bomb, you know, but yeah. no backflip by Kachuk. I was a little disappointed in that. So, it would have been yeah. Verhage. That would have been the, the yeah Verhage. That was a nice little backhand goal. He had a little speed on that too. Yeah, so I'm glad to see that from him. But we needed puck. a Chuck goal too. I think next game we'll for sure. There. We'll get there. He, that was his third assist on the year. Josh Mahura got his first, and then one of the boys. I think Kirby was it that we said two or three for Nico Mikula goals this year. Was it you guys two? were really low on him. I just put the clip out. Yeah, you guys were at two or three. Was I couldn't two? believe that when I heard that. Okay, so uh, I mean, oh, then the over under number uh, it was two yeah. or three. I can't remember. Wait, I, I thought David said over and we said under. Kirby, uh, no, I don't, I don't remember. Did you have over Ryan? Ryan had I three. Didn't. I had I under, have five I plus. Yeah, I had under. I might so have been was... around a push, maybe in maybe in under. I don't remember, but I, he got yeah. his first beautiful pass from Matthew Kachuk. Dmitry Kulikov did a good job keeping that puck in the zone to get his second assist on the season. 3-0 going into the third felt good, felt like we could wrap this up. And then even better, just a minute into the third period, Sam Reinhardt got his third of the season, uh, assisted by Alexander Barkov, his third of the season, and Oliver ekman Larson getting his first point as the Florida Panthers. So 4-0. In the third, you felt like we have this all wrapped up, but here come the Devils running like crazy. Eric Hollow, Michael McLeod, and Jesper Brott getting it to 4-3 with the goalie pulled. And things got tense at the end, guys. I think for the most part, when we <clears throat> scored that fourth goal, I thought it was all wrapped up. But Ryan, I'm sure you were nervous over there. The over hit, but I'm sure you were nervous to, at some point. Yeah, did you guys think that was a tripping on Kulikov? I, I did. I think we got away with one late there. Yes, I had the New Jersey feed, and it was – I didn't know on the live play, but when I saw the replay, it definitely was. Yeah, it looked like he got him. And the, the one thing, you know, with, with Kachuk, with the the empty netter when he passed it, uh, and and we didn't get it, uh, who who missed the net? Whoever – it was Verhage, right, missed the net? Yeah. All I was yeah. thinking of, like, this is like the Hurricanes not taking a knee. You know, Kachuk could have just easily put it in net if he wanted to. Let's ice the game. But, no, then the – the devils, you know, started the rush down the ice and I was like, Oh boy, here we go. We're going to blow this. But luckily, you know, we held on for dear life. So that, that's a, That was a big win for us, honestly. Yeah. I think Bobrovsky was, was the third, second star of the game getting 31 of 34 saves in that probably his best game since the playoffs that we've seen from him. Sam Reinhardt was the first star with two goals now up to three goals this season. We'll talk about him a little bit later, but Kirby, your quick take here on New Jersey's uh, the game in New Jersey. Yeah, I, I first off thought the Panthers, I was I felt like on an island on this one. I said the Panthers were going to win 5-3. to three. Me and Ryan thought it would be a high-scoring game. And obviously because of what the New Jersey's Devils offense um, produces and, and the players that they have that you mentioned there, David, but also just kind of the makeup of our defense and kind of ending the road trip, three-game road trip against playoff teams. I thought, you know, this isn't going to be a tight game, but... Even if we can just allow a couple goals or even three goals, I said it needed to be a Bob game, and he was he was awesome. There was one goal that he'd like to have back, but I just looked up a stat before um, we went to air here, guys. I think Bobrovsky has faced the most shots of any NHL goaltender through um, Monday night there. So, again, um, he's facing a lot of pucks, um, some high-danger chances. I thought the Panthers did a really good job, David, through 40. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, didn't, I don't feel like the fan base is really – giving credit to the Panthers team through 40. They're just looking at the last 20. And yeah, you have to finish games strong. But when a team like New Jersey has all their players healthy on home ice, they're expected to kind of win exactly. that game. And we took it to them for 40 minutes. So I'm as happy with that 40-minute, even 45, 50-minute effort. 
um, than I am than I am with the uh, wild game. So again, I put that right up there. Of course, you got to correct some things there in the third. But again, that was us being undisciplined, David, and giving the Devils a power play. And I said on spaces after uh, the Winnipeg game, if we're undisciplined against New Jersey, they're going to make us pay, including Dougie Hamilton. Mm -hmm. So he started feeling it there in the third period. So if you give them power play opportunity after power play opportunity, that plays into their hand. And if you start being sloppy and turn pucks over, they'll transition it on you the other way. But the Panthers, when they took care of the puck, good puck magic, by the way, great, um, debut performance by Justin sort of we could maybe mention him later but I just want to say he was really smart with the puck he got pucks in deep he also like had the puck on his stick and instead of like making high risk passes he would uh, like cycle it down to Anton Lundell on the on the wall and that's the type of Paul Maurice hockey and that's what Paul Maurice is going to like to see so I thought even with some of our young guys in there or experienced guys they weren't in over their heads no. and um yeah just great play all around by some of our forwards in that game and I thought Nico Mikola was a standout player as well as alongside Bobrovsky. Yeah, Sam Ryan, like I mentioned, has three goals now in the short season. I know last year there were a lot of people getting on him and even the season before just on some slow starts. So we've seen Sam Reinhardt just kind of blow up at the beginning of the, the season this time around uh, on a contract deal. So you know, maybe a little bit of emphasis there. I know two of his goals, I think, have been tips. So Sam Reinhardt, red hot to start the season. Um, like I mentioned, Evan Rodriguez now up to five points. In these three games, Matthew Kachuk up to four points. No goals, but four assists, which is still nice. We know the goals will come. Uh, Barkov with three points through three games. Kulikov and Verhege each with two. OEL, Nico Mikula, and Josh Mahara with one. So a lot of players still to get their first point. But overall, two points out of three and kind of a really tough way to start the season, like we mentioned, in Minnesota, in uh, Winnipeg, and then in New Jersey. So... Two out of three, obviously not the best, but we move and we we look forward into uh, this quick homestand coming up. So, Ryan, not sure David, if you had anything there or Kirby yeah. to wrap it up. Just wanted to throw something back to you and Ryan. Um, It's funny what I'm seeing on Twitter about Sam Reinhardt. We know his struggles in October, November last year alongside Barkov, but already being on the score sheet. But he's getting pretty much the majority of these goals off of tips and deflections. So people are like, maybe we just need him to score that way and not like shoot the puck on the net. Because last year he had problems with uh, getting mm -hmm. pucks on net and missing the net. So it's interesting to see how Reinhardt's scoring goals right now. And it's going to be interesting to see if he's going to score some goals in that high slot, low slot area with his shot. But again, him and Matthew Kachuk, I think in front of the net, they're up there right now. Like you can't even argue it with Reinhardt with some of the best in the league um, with Joe Pavelski in Dallas, Sidney Crosby in Pittsburgh. So when we have two guys like that and I'm just waiting for Kachuk to score one of those goals, Ryan, in front of the net with a tip deflection, maybe it hits the goalie. He hits it out of the bats, it out of midair, you know, into the back of the net. That's the type of goal I think I need to see from Ch Kachuk to get him on the board. And right now, maybe if he's playing a little bit hesitancy with his, um, with that sternum injury, I'm seeing him do a lot of these reverse hits. So I do want him to try to get position in front of the net a little deeper, but I think Reinhardt's helping him out a lot with that right now. But when Kachuk starts doing that, I think we're really going to roll. And we're, we get a lot of those type of goals, not only five on five, but on the power play. So mm -hmm. um, it's great to see Reinhardt get us off on the right foot, the power play, because without Montour out there, um, Bennett's played a little bit on the power play. Um, we'd love Verhage to be able to finally click on the power play, but you know, having a new guy like Evan Rodriguez, and we're trying to get him comfortable with the offense and uh, with the power play unit. It's nice that Reinhardt's able to chip in on these power play goals. Yeah, absolutely. Like I mentioned, off to a slow start the last two two years, but this year off to a red hot start. So Ryan, not sure if you have anything else uh, before I move on. No, let's do. Let's move on. 
Okay, just want to remind everyone about our DraftKings Sportsbook uh, collaboration we have here. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger than ever. Bet $5 on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 bets instantly in bonus bets when you bet $5 in the NFL. That's code THPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. And Ryan, have you been to Canesware yet? Uh, you mentioned you were going to go before, but did you go yet? I'm done with this team. I need to go, though. I'm I'm still going to the games, but I, I haven't been. I, I screwed up. Well, I know the Dolphins are still doing pretty well down here, so make sure to stop by Canesware. Mm-hmm. You can visit them at canesware.com or at their store at 2655 South University Drive in Davie, Florida. Call them at 954-835-5597. Or again, visit there at, them at canesware.com. A reminder, free shipping for all orders over $99 in the United States. So, Ryan, you got to head out there. I know I've got my Florida Panthers stuff ready for the season on the home opener on Thursday. Uh, they've got a lot of Miami Dolphins selections with how yep. good they're doing right now, for sure, down here. So if Ryan's done with the Hurricanes, there's other stuff that he can pick up there, right? No, I'm, I'm not done with them. But, yeah, there, there is a lot there. I need to <laughs> I need to stop. And it's just so far from me now. I'm going to go. Ryan says that. Ryan says that, everyone, but he doesn't mean it. He'll be glued to Tuesday night NCAA football or Thursday night, and then he'll be catching all the Hurricanes games oh, every snap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I mentioned, the heat coming up soon, so they've got a lot of heat yep. stuff in our Miami mm-hmm. season coming to a close. Um, but, yeah, the Panthers coming off, uh, coming up here for their homestand, so make sure to stop by Canesware this weekend into the weekend to get all the stuff you need before the game. So, again, located in Davie, Florida, right uh, across the street from Davie. So not to, or some sunrise, I'm sorry. So not too far from them. And again, I want to remind everyone that uh, we are now officially ambassadors of SeatGeek, who is also uh, partners with the Florida official Florida Panthers. So a reminder, if you use FLA Panthers FP, or I'm sorry, FC now, FLA Panthers FC, apologize there, you'll get $20 off your first order when you're using SeatGeek. I know I had my mother-in-law use that code for when, for getting tickets down the road. And uh, I know a lot of people have been asking me uh, just which code to use and does it have to be a first order? So make sure it's your first order using SeatGeek. So if you want to take advantage of that, you can use that for Florida Panthers game. You can do that for any game, anything that's an event on SeatGeek.com. So really excited to partner that and share that with you all. And yeah, like we mentioned, the the home Sam's coming up. The, the, The arena will be electric. I know with the, I think they're going to have an unveiling of a banner for the Eastern Conference champions. The new name of the arena, the Amaranth Bank Arena, will make its debut. I know the speaker system has been upgraded. I know during the preseason they had some some good music. Ryan, I know that uh, you'll be there on Thursday. And... I'll give a full review. Food, mm-hmm. and there better be some new food, and there better be uh, <laughs> you know a nice little sound system there, or I'm, I'm going to come with a hard review on them next podcast. I'll tell you right now, Ryan. I've been there during the. I was there. I was at two games during the preseason, and the sound system is very much improved. So, you're uh, a homer. Though. And I'm getting, and I'm no, getting no, thumbs no, up no, from no. everyone. I'm getting I'm thumbs not, up from everyone, David. Remember when we went to Carolina for the Panthers game? I said the sound system vibrates into your bones, kind of, and you kind mm-hmm. of feel that now. So when we went to hell. Yeah, <laughs> you'll feel it. You'll feel it opening night, and uh, 
I know. What did he say? Going to hell? That's if you go to the Edmonton game. You feel it through your bones on their great sound system, but that's hell. Rally <laughs> North Carolina is to hell on earth. <laughs> so, yeah, the oh. Panthers got their home opener on Thursday, the 19th of October. They will be the last team in the Eastern Conference to have their home opener, despite being the Eastern Conference champions. I think there'll be a few teams left out in the West that will not have theirs. I think Arizona will not have one, and mm-hmm. I think Chicago as well. So not necessarily the last team in the NHL, but the last team in the Eastern Conference. So a little bit of disrespect there, and I know uh, a lot of other teams have been complaining on how I think Carolina had one home game, and now they have like five or six uh, road games in a row. Same thing with Boston. So the whole schedule and the whole uh, for the whole NHL just jumped all over the place. So many. I think Dallas teams. has played one game, right? Yes. Yeah. Until game, they yeah. play at ten thirty tonight, but one game is like it's kind of crazy. I know, and they you've got so many inter, like teams that are already are on the West Coast and already teams on the East Coast. Like Vancouver's already over here. Carolina's already in the West Coast. You've got Boston going to the West Coast. You've got uh, Arizona in the West Coast for the first few games. So just... Bedard's doing the Eastern Canadian uh, yeah. showcase series yeah. thing where they're yeah. showcasing around big markets. Yeah, and... just so many traveling for a lot of teams. So can't complain. But, yeah, we've got four big home games now to start the season. Uh, at home, Toronto, Vancouver, San Jose, and Seattle. So really excited for those. I don't know, Ryan, are you going to that San Jose game on Tuesday the 24th? That that puck drop is scheduled for 8 p.m. Eastern time. Oh, it's a home game? Oh, then I don't know. So I got the um 25 game plan. Oh, okay. I don't I don't think that's one of them because it's you know only only the biggest games of the year. Oh, okay, okay. The 25 biggest home games are, you know, so oh. I don't think I have that one. But if it's an eight o'clock game, you know, I can go home first and then go down to the game. That would be pretty nice. I guess that's true. can I tell you something about that game, guys? Yeah, sure. A couple, ahead, quick, okay. couple of, it's someone's uh certain birthday that night. And also all NHL teams play that night. They're doing uh oh, frozen, right. um, an Friends. NHL red zone thing. So. Frozen frenzy, right? Or no. Yeah, NHL they're calling it. Is, is frozen frenzy. Okay, yeah, with Bucci Gross or whatever. So all teams are in action. So that's why the start times are a little Crazy. different on that. So, okay. Whose yeah. birthday is it that? Is that your birthday, Kirby? Yeah, yeah, it is. Let's go. You guys are you if you wanted to go or not. So I wanted to say. So <laughs> it'd be kind of cool if come. you guys went. Need a win that night. Kirby, you can come. <laughs> last, last year, David, last year, David, I didn't let you know, but you were you had a important uh, soccer playoff game that night or something. I think it went to penalty oh. kicks or something. Oh, yeah, that's the one when Ryan missed, I think. The <laughs> <Here we go. laughs> no, but Kirby, I didn't tell you ahead of time. Otherwise, you guys said you would have scored and won the game for me or something. We haven't done soccer in I don't even know how long, and I forgot about that moment, and he brings it back up. Like, I didn't do it. Kirby did. You just brought Man. up the penalty. No one remembers David game. talked about it that night or whatever after because I was over <laughs> at my brother's house having cake or something. So yeah, that'll be nice. That'll be the first game that I get to see of the Bally Florida feed because I get Sportsnet for all these things. So we've been on this extended road trip, and then the games that we come back and play at home, guys, is against Toronto and Vancouver. So I get the Canadian feeds, of course, on that because I get blacked out of the Bally Florida. So yeah, it'll be nice to see um goldie and stuff like that for the first game um yep. october 24th there so yeah interesting homestand uh, with those games it'll be interesting to see how it plays out some good teams some teams that are a little better than expected and a uh, team in san jose that you expect to kind of beat so and then to finish it off with the crack in there yeah like i mentioned earlier just so many western conference teams are already making their ways over here to the eastern the east coast vancouver san jose seattle teams we won't see 
at home again this year, uh, already coming in early in October. So, um, yeah, but we know the home opener is going to be on Thursday the 19th. A lot of excitement against the foe that we played in playoffs in Toronto. Uh, going to be an exciting game. I'm sure there's going to be quite a bit of blue, nevertheless. Um, eh, maybe the maybe the French Canadians aren't are making their way uh, just yet. Are they, they're probably no. making their way. No. No, they're going to come there oh, for uh, New Year's because ah. we're back to the Rangers and Canadians homestand gotcha. um, after Christmas there. So yeah. everyone try to stay inside. Um, if you see a Quebec license plate, just know they're going <laughs> to swerve all over the road. <laughs> they're going to drive 15 miles per hour under the speed limit, and it's a danger to everyone. <laughs> Flip it. <laughs> well, tickets aren't as, as expensive, like you mentioned, um, compared to that New Year's time, Kirby. So you got something going there. Uh, tickets are, are low as $28. So like we said, if you have a chance to use that FLA Panthers FC code, you can take advantage of, of some cheap tickets for these four games coming up. So really excited for that. Ryan Kirby, not sure if you wanted to mention anything before. Nope. I, I don't know if you guys want to mention the October, November skit. I'm already looking at December, that rematch with Vegas, those two home games with the Rangers and Canadians, the Western Canadian road trip that I get to catch. Um, they got the Penguins in there. I believe you guys get to see that at home. So I don't know that that December schedule, home and road, is spicy. But we've got a lot of hockey before that. Yeah, hoping that Montour comes back before then, and then uh, mm-hmm. hopefully hear some good news about Ekblad as he gets in there. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, no, we know we're going to have at least 12, 15 games here where we're going to really need to tighten up in the defensive end. But Brofsky's going to have to play big. I know Ryan's excited for these games. Ryan, any anything looking forward to to these this homestand? I'm sure uh, I'll, I'll be seeing you quite a bit uh, in these games. Toronto, for sure. I mean, that's everyone's favorite game every single year. I love watching Toronto. You know, they have Mitch Marner. That's going to be a fun one. It's always fun when he's on the ice. You know, just a great player. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm going to go that one. I'm, I'm probably going to go the Sharks as well, but I, I got a loser of the week. Yeah, let's have okay. it. Okay, but uh, just before I hey, I think, guys, if you're going to try to catch the Toronto game, I think it's the only time you can catch them till the last game of the regular season, which Ooh. is the second matchup at home um, against the Panthers. Wow, okay. Okay. No, didn't know that one either. All right. Go ahead, Ron. This Is it okay if I'm not going to do it? Ryan, you could, go, you could go proactive back. Like, the Cowboys were big losers against the 49ers, so I don't sure. want, like, you to avoid me because we weren't recording or whatever. Like, no. that deserved to be, like, loser-worthy. So, I know you haven't gone that way before. Who would you lose to? San Francisco 49ers. That's not that's not pathetic. That's that's a decent loss, but yeah, it was embarrassing of how it was a statement win by them. It was embarrassing. Yeah, for sure. You got smoked, but it, it is felt what like it two is. and a half losses in one. And you uh, I'm gonna say these guys troll me a lot during the year, but they kind of laid off after that one. So I do respect that one. So I will call yeah. out the good and the bad. So they didn't really hit me up with a lot of stuff, but then I started to get Eagle stuff the rest of the week, and I'm like, get out of here. Oh guys. boy. Because the Dolphins I got two win. losers, Kirby. One <laughs> yeah, football, okay. one one non-sports first one i'm gonna do the sports loser of the week is justin herbert i mean this guy since he came into the league leads the league in fourth quarter interceptions when they're seven points or less i believe is the stat i mean this guy just off his back foot last night like he what's his signature moment if you guys can tell me he, he hasn't won a playoff game never wins big games you know they just win 10 games a year sneak into the playoffs i mean He's overrated. I hate to say it. So that's that's my loser of the week, number one. And and I think two is a lot better. And I think everyone agrees. So that's my loser of the week, number one. Any okay. any comments, Kirby, after that game? 
Well, I was pretty locked in with the Panthers and I had a busy day today, so I only caught the first half. But uh, Panthers, Cowboys Nation was pretty nice. pleased and things like that. But again, maybe some credit to that defense that he was going up against. But I'm hearing a lot of Justin Herbert stuff. And if we were doing NFL spaces instead of NHL spaces, he's not a guy that I hate, Justin Herbert, but he's a guy no. that I doubted and had questions about going back to last year through this offseason. So I've always been there. I know there's a bit of rivalry with Chargers and Dolphins fans, even though it's not in-division rivalry, but that first matchup of the year and such. But, I, I yeah, I, I, I'm with you there Um, and how much money he's going to make and how much of a difference maker he's going to be. But, that again, I say this about my quarterback, Dak Prescott. I've said it to you guys before in the past. It's so hard to find a QB1 in this league. Like, he's a QB1. He's obviously up there in the top five, yeah. top ten. But is he overvalued and overrated top to 10, what maybe. he is and what fans talk about? Top ten, maybe, right? It's very hard just to win in this league. So, I, I agree with you there. But, um, uh, you know, we got to see the rest of the kind of season play out here. Because this season, it's been, you know, you guys asked me who's the best. What is it? Four and one? What is it? What are we at? Five, five and one team? team? Yeah. Best five and one team? I give you a bit of my list. But yeah, there's, it's hard to of... say. Like, even the Chiefs are kind of like, yeah. And that's a team that you can never discount, obviously, heart of a champion. So uh, the NFL season, as much, it's been very interesting at the top. Um, and certain things haven't played out like how I've thought. And even teams like, I'll see them again, the Philadelphia Eagles, they've looked bad in every game. Yeah, you can win games, but you can look awful too, right? And, and we then, got them this know, week, Kirby. Yeah, you got them this Eagles. week. And the 49ers losing to the Browns and the Cowboys losing to the Cardinals. You just mm -hmm. never know in this league, in the NFL. So yeah. um, always interesting to follow. So, and I say to you guys, it's a week-to-week -week league. Yeah, and, and the last thing on Herbert, when, you know, they had a chance, he had a chance to beat the Dolphins. What did he do in the last drive? Intentional grounding. And then they, you know, turned it over on down. So just, just a choke artist. And then my number two loser of the week, and this is going to, this is going to, this might touch a, a huge, huge amount of people. It's the Swifties. I'm sick of it. I'm honestly sick of it. I posted the TikTok Kirby. I mean, these people go to the concert movie, right? She's not there. They're screaming like Matthew Kachuk just scored the game winning goal <laughs> with three seconds left to go to the Stanley Cup final. Like that's how they're screaming. They're up and dancing. Like they're buying popcorn for $20 because it has Taylor Swift on it. Like and cups oh, wow. for like 15. <laughs> it's know that. really sick. <laughs> it's really it sick. These people. And, like, I get it. If you're, you know, 14 to, you know, or sorry, 10 to 17, 18 years old. But I see, I see grown ladies, 35, 40, 45 year old ladies doing this. And I'm like, what, what, what are we doing here? So those are the Swifties are my, and I like Taylor Swift. Very, very good artist, but you like her who, what other yeah. art, what other artists do you like? What David, I checked out, uh, um, Ryan's TikTok there the other day and some other people did too. And they were like, they were blown away by it. But what what past relationship were you in there, Ryan, with a former uh, pop singer? <laughs> oh, <laughs> just Google it, everyone. Who was that yeah, again? Just, when, I, when I dated Ariana Grande back yeah. back back in the day for a, a short, very short stint. How long was that you dated? Uh, not very long, a few months. It wasn't wasn't anything uh, crazy. Oh, that's but... so that you hold your hat on. <laughs> yeah, but it was, but it wasn't anything crazy. So check out Ryan's TikTok for it. what it turnover chain. Turnover chain. Yeah, turnover chain on. Yeah, so the Swifties are my biggest. I I would mm. now. Have you talked about the Swifties, or you haven't got that far yet? I did. Oh, yeah. I did. He did. He did. Okay, I'll have to check that one. Ryan <laughs> was Ryan was a big Hannah Montana uh, supporter back in the high oh. school. Oh, 
did not. My mom was a big Billy Ray Cyrus. I'll have to hurt. I'll have to bust out some of those pictures and clips when Ryan (laughs) was big on Hannah Montana. You do, David. You haven't done that in a while. I could give Kirby some some content for for days if I send him the old YouTube. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He he would love. He would go crazy. What are you talking about? The Pucking Panthers? I know about that. No, 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 no. no, no. Pucking Panthers. Oh, okay. Because that's how I knew. Like nothing to do with hockey or well, there is. I'll send you the hockey ones I have. Okay. <laughs> Something I haven't dug up yet. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, you would never find that, honestly. <laughs> I would never find it. It's good content. What is it, the dark web pages or something? No, no it's on YouTube. It's just under a different name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, For yeah. sure. You sent me that one on Amusement Park. That was a while ago when I first was introduced to you, I think. Something like that. But yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's me. it's this is this is 15. Oh, and you sent me oh. dancing with uh I'm not gonna say his name, not gonna butcher it, the hurricane's mascot. I've seen that clip. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's more than that. That was just a basic one for you. Oh yeah, there's some good stuff out there. Okay, scary stuff, but good to have Ryan's losers of the week back. I, I know next time we'll have some more losers, hopefully hockey related, Ryan, because I have a loser of the week, and it's your Edmonton Oilers, Ryan. Uh Big high hopes, Uh but my Vancouver, my Vancouver, who I, I'm high on, boys. He said my Vancouver. I I will say, David, David and Cody. Uh, my co-host on Spaces, you know, he's a little biased with his Vancouver Canucks girlfriend. But David and Cody have been on Vancouver since the offseason, I would say. I think they're going to be decent. I mean, I don't think they're going to run away with anything. But uh, they had a good start beating Edmonton twice. And we'll see if Edmonton can get their first win in hey, uh, Nashville. They're up 3-0 yeah. against <laughs> Nashville. What about, what, about, what about my Ottawa Senators, guys? They've been they've – been, uh, that's a division foe, Kirby. Kirby you just said this. I can't say my well, in a division you say, foe. You always say Ryan's Buffalo Sabers. Yeah, so, my Sabers. Right, they they haven't looked great. They're playing they have, other they're, teams. They're, they're, they're up 2-0. They're up 2-0. They're, they're, they're another loser. They've been losers. Have you seen their goal? <laughs> they're winners exactly. of the day. <laughs> no, we'll I don't see. know. Panthers got some work to do. Battle with these boys, like you said, Kirby. Ottawa off to a pretty good start. Detroit off to a good start. Yeah, Detroit. My the eyes are playing coming into fruition early. Oh, you can't jump back on that. Oh, I can't take that. I can't take that. You quit last season. Last season. I don't know about this season. We'll go back on the tape for the division. I'll leave the eyes are playing in your copyright. You were like, you I think you were like, I don't want to fight this battle with everyone in the community. That's what I thought (laughs) thought you were thinking there, David. Speaking of um Ottawa Senators, Tim Stutzel for any any of the, the fantasy league members. Uh, he's on the block. I need to make a big move after my first mm-hmm. week. I mean, I have a couple people not performing, you know, some workhorses aren't performing how I thought they would so far, <laughs> even in this game, through, you know, two periods, it's, the you know, they horse. played eight, eight periods and I don't see much from them. So it's I don't know. Did you not draft Michael. any Florida Panthers there, Ryan? I, ha- yeah. Who's doing nothing Lister for Ryan. fantasy Lister Reinen. Yeah, that's right. He's a Lusto believer. Truth. He, yeah, and he you know, Ryan points. cursed him, David. Ryan has cursed him since he's jumped on the Lusto train. He hasn't played quite the same. Well, I know in our in our fantasy picks, last time we checked, we were all pretty even. I think 15, 15, and 14. Yeah. I sure, I'm sure it's changed a little bit, but we're all pretty close with our picks. But we'll update gonna be the season been all year. Yeah, yeah. Boy. I know. Austin I know. Matthews, let's go. Two hat tricks. Well, he's oh, gonna have to be the Americans, baby. Mm-hmm. Jack Hughes helping out Kirby's team. Yeah, he's helping us out. He's helping me out. So I need Carlson. I saw, to wake I'm, up. Like, I'm talking like I'm an American here. But <laughs> I don't know why you guys didn't draft Americans. 
<laughs> you left him to me. Oh, well. And Jason Robertson, the other uh, great American. He's only played one game. So uh, wait till these uh, Dallas Stars yeah, get going. That's so here. ridiculous. You have two that stars. hurt me last week with Rope Hintz and Miro and Jason Robertson. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wyatt Johnson. Live yeah. update. Not like that. McDavid just scored 4-0. Edmonton is officially back. <laughs> Hopefully, it was Dreisaitl, back another time. assist. Dreisaitl, a goal and assist tonight. I'm up, baby. Let's yeah, go. Dreisaitl, my first uh, first round pick in the FLA Cats uh, hockey mm-hmm. league. So Good pick. Ryan, Ryan and I off. Or, you know, both of you off to 0-1 starts while mm-hmm. El Capitano yeah. uh, took out his wife in in week one. So Yeah, so who's running that team there? Because I'm she playing is, uh, Mrs. Is. Rodgers. David's Absolutely. secondary team. It's his Absolutely. I want to know what's going charge. on because I'm playing her this week. So She's absolutely in charge. She, she changed her team name to Team t Rod. She's not – you're not influencer on players no, that you like, no, no, like no, Eric no, Carlson no. and all these players? No, no, okay. no, no, no. She's in full You can control. influence her on liking Alexander Barkov. I'm fine with that. Oh, yeah. But I'm, don't be giving her any other you – know, Oh, yeah. I'm high on Barky. Don't worry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Like season. Yeah, I hope so. He's off to a good start. He needs to play a full 80, though, at least. So. I know he needs that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like we mentioned, a lot to look forward to now with the road trip uh, at a close. Now we've got the next four at home. Hopefully we get some good news on Sam Bennett. Hopefully he's close to returning so we can get a little bit more clarity in that top six with E2 Listerine and filling in in that spot for right now. But, yeah, I think the Panthers did really well in New Jersey and in Minnesota. So if we can get more repeat games of that, we should be all right. But Ryan Kirby, I want to thank you for taking some time to record this episode. We're really excited and very happy to the start of the season. A lot of interactions on our social medias and the Discord. Now over 1,000 members after that New Jersey game. Just a huge influx that came in. Even some New Jersey uh, Discord people were popping in. Some Tampa uh, Discord members also popping in. So getting a little bit of a hybrid here going on. But still, during the game days, it's always active and and uh, positive, negative, it's always fun at the end of the day. So really thankful for those in the Discord. I know with the graphics now on the Instagram and Twitter, I've been, you know, we've been working to get some of that stuff together. Uh, and I hope you guys, and it seems you guys have really liked it with all the game day likes and stuff like that, posting it on Facebook and as well. So really thankful for all the love there. And Ryan Kirby, before we wrap up, anything uh, to I say? Got, before I got, we... I got a couple things, actually. Sure. This one, this one is, I guess for both of you, it's really for Kirby because it's about David. So I'm going to set the over under. As we know, the last two seasons, David on Instagram has gone viral twice. Once with, uh, you, you know, the Kodak in the box two years ago. And then last year with the um, Brooks Kepka with the, the traffic cone. So Kirby, over under half of a viral moment. Does he hit a viral moment this year on Instagram? Yes or no? Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> I got my, my answer is I think it's going to be a no this year. Cause it's, you know, it's just too, it's too tough. It's that's it's, what it's too. It is tough. And that's what I was leaning towards. But since you said that I'll go with good vibes and yes, I have no okay. idea what and how, and how can we, since we've started this, we never would. Ryan, that, that ties what, sorry. You never would like, I don't think David, you know, knew that no he way. was going to see no. Brooks hitting the traffic cone or, Kodak yeah doing what he was doing in the box (laughs) whatever he was doing right but it's like it's one of those things since we've started our community I think the Kodak one was pre-existing just slightly to our community starting up but since that point on like everything that has gone right has gone right for us like within our community the President's Trophy season um to the Miracle Run last year to the Kachuk 
Kachuk trade in between both of those seasons. There's just been so much like content and things that have like helped grow our community. And then when you look at David's side of the thing on the Instagram side of thing, and when you talk about viral and stuff like that, you just don't know when and where it's going to happen. And like, like you said, it's tough to kind of replicate those two things, but for good vibes and, I got I got faith in this team this season, and some people are wondering where this season's going to go. I'm just going to say for the good vibes, yes to but, that. But so. Brian, what classifies as viral? Because um, you have to remember the the video that I posted when Kachuk scored the the game winning goal against Carolina on Instagram that had twenty two thousand likes. So so I would say not something everyone sees like if it's gotcha. on the ice okay. i wouldn't say that but like gotcha like pop Jack, culture no else... vi- pop culture viral? yeah pop culture not nothing on the ice because you know like gotcha. there's cameras on that like you know okay. you have a, a different perspective or a cool unique angle of it right right okay i got you i got so, yes I, mean, no. I gotta be on the i want to be on the lookout a little bit more maybe look yeah like like david's got to go to the beaches and something like that and then he hangs out with like kachuk <laughs> all day or something and he does like a video montage there we go real of it or something like that oh david as a wrap up, I saw um my son had soccer practice today, and I saw Thomas Fleischman. He had his, his daughter was was coming up after his practice, so Thomas Fleischman oh. was at. The, you said the another practice. former Panther was in that class with with your son. Yeah, Evan uh, Rodriguez's great. son has okay, yep. his skating his soccer. Uh, I'm sorry, hockey okay. skating. Lesson yeah, 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 we can't get any guests on the podcast. <laughs> They're all that with their Lindsay. families, with their kids. This and... is sad for the content. We might have to pull. If you ran into Ryan Lomberg, he'd do like a five-minute interview, stop and chat right there. Listen, we need more funds because I hear Pat McAfee's paying these guys millions of dollars to be on his show. So I don't know if they'll do it. Not the hockey players. (laughs) Well, Well, you guys, I'll I'll go work SmackDown or Raw or AEW or something. You guys just get me on air for that or something. He had Bedard on, no McAfee. Yeah. Yeah. In the car, oh, car what I think that that's that the Matt the Bedard thing is kind of ridiculous too. Like the watch they're having, just let let them play hockey. That's yeah, all. Yeah, there's there's two sides. Want to grow point. the brand? Uh, yeah, brand. but but like don't shove it down our throat. Like just let him let him do it on his own. But but the NHL never does that. They exactly. just they're blind to marketing and they don't it's know how much. to market. So you want it me, is. You but... would love it if Kachuk was in in your throat, Ryan. Oh wait, what? Oh boy! All right, this episode's over. But I have one more. One no, no. more. These guys already chirping at me about other stuff. I don't want to hear all this stuff. Please. I got, I got one more, one more thing. I just want to say, and then I'm not going to say another word until the outro. I don't want to hear anything from anyone. Shout out to Gustav Forsling for finishing on the top of the charts for the Panthers defenseman. Two out of the three games we played this year. All right, that's it. Thank you. <laughs> hey, that's a shot at you, Kirby. I think. No shot. Okay, I, I wanted to add this in um, because you said a lot of people have been um, coming into our community from other fan bases. We've had um, some people from the Montreal Canadiens and Toronto Maple Leafs fan base. Ooh. One of my good friends, a Maple Leafs fan, uh, Dallas Stars. We've had a lot of fans come by. A lot of people are loving our kind of like comedy and different things like that. And one of the Gustav Fours, I don't know if I call him stands, but uh, you, everyone should follow his account, FLA Panthers Muse. He came in the other uh, evening and spoke for the first time, and he's a big Forsling fans, so I gave him a, I gave him the floor. He's like, I know you guys in this space, this community aren't big Forsling stands and everything like that. We're more on the Monter and Mikola, and uh, and I'm sorry, Lex, you know, Gudis, but no longer with the team. So, um, mixed bag for Forsling, let's say mixed bag. That chart, that one chart that he was at the top of the charts, Ryan. We were all minuses. That was the Winnipeg game. No one was good that game. I think that's one of the ones that you're indicating. But I did like Gustav Forsling's game in the first period against the Devils. It was very strong. So. Again, don't hate the guy, but we talk about contracts and having to sign all these players. We're not going to be able to bring all these players back. And I think 
Uh, if anyone listened to Space's last night of the replay, you kind of know where myself and the community stands with. And I think David and I agree. Get Sam Reinhart signed tomorrow, today, yesterday. Mm-hmm. He should be signed. And the price tag is just going to keep going up if he keeps performing like this and putting up points early in the season. So this is a guy that on my co-host, Cody, says ages very well. And we talk about the age of Monter and Ekblad with the injuries and things like that. <laughs> um, this is a guy that we need to sign right away. So, I agree. I agree. We talked about it that in the offseason. And hopefully uh, with coming back home, Zito and Sam get something worked up here real, real soon. So, again, I want to thank everyone for enjoying this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And we'll look forward to coming back after this uh, homestand, maybe squeezing an episode after that San Jose game to uh, catch back on how everyone's doing. So Ryan Kirby, I want to say thank you again for joining me. As we always like to say, let's go cats. Vamos gatos. And we'll see you on the next one. Go cats. Go cats.